love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. FIT with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, Fitz? Everybody, Fitz happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. FIT with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play? This is the Fitz show. He says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, F-I-T with a Z, player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. happens live from our radio hub for Monday. Let me be the first to welcome you to our professional broadcast, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you had a great weekend. As always, thank you so much for being a part of what we do every single day. There's Drew. Isn't it amazing how good barbecue sticks with you, like sometimes oh, for days, man. kind of burping it up and still living the experience? Mm-hmm. You are not lying about that. That's little, why I'm living life right now. A little brisket burp? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> brisket burp. Uh, right over there is Claire from, uh, you know, we grabbed her from sales and, and uh, we, we have just been having such a fun time together. Claire, how, how was your weekend? Uh, it was great. I had some family in town and we ate everything that wasn't nailed down. So I'm ready for a nap. <laughs> Oh, good. Hey, Ryder the Youngin, what's up, man? Did you have a good weekend? I really wish I could remember it, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Uh-oh, what does my, that mean? It was my buddy Michael's birthday. Uh, we watched UFC 214. And, uh, oh, see, I can't even remember the right UFC one. I think it was 241. It was the return of Nate Diaz. <laughs> Too many tequila shots. I don't remember Nate it. Nate Diaz. Yeah, yeah he's he crazy, his man. return, man. It's yeah. crazy. Well, I was chewing up some barbecue. He was chewing up some hills in his Bronco. Someone even caught him on film. Our host, The Fitz. It's true. Um... I, I guess people now are, when they see me driving around town in my Bronco, they're snapping po- photos of me. So you're like the new Sasquatch. They want to get you. Uh, yeah. And I'm like, hey, you know what? Believe. You know Man. what I mean? You, you got to believe in Bigfoot. You got to believe that I cruise around in my Bronco. And anyway, this car's pulling up right beside me. He's like, yeah, what's up? He's like, I'm like, yeah, you want to get a picture? He's like, yeah. And I'm like, okay. But, you know, we're kind of, you know, like going 60, 65 miles an hour here. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> so he rolls down his window, just snaps a photo, and I, I, I hope he got a good shot. He did. You sure you and, didn't just cut this guy off and he's documenting this for the police? <laughs> we have time for a really, really quick story here. Of course, yeah. Uh, one time, back in, back in the day when I was driving back and forth between my hometown of Toledo, Ohio, and Cincinnati, where I went to college, uh, I, I had this really cute car, uh, and this guy pulled up beside me, again, going 70 miles an hour down I-75, and we rolled down the windows. He's like, hey, you want to pull over and have dinner? And I, I said, not really. And he said, and he, I, I, I'm getting out. And I said, tell you what, write your phone number down on a card, and if you can chuck it through the window, I will pull over. At seventy. At seventy. <laughs> and he tried it. <laughs> well, here's the crazy thing. What would happen if that thing flew in your window? I <laughs> would have driven faster. <laughs> Again, hope you had a good weekend. Uh, we got a whole lot of show today. Here comes Monday. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Fits happens live. And now, and here's now, my now. daddy. It's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. I begin now with a story out of China. China. <laughs> the power of the drone. In the year 2002, Song Zheng broke out of a prison camp in China where he was serving a sentence for human trafficking. He wasn't seen for 17 more years until now. When a drone finally found him in a cave. For years, authorities had hoped to track down Song. But their first big break came from tips on the WeChat social media app. And apparently one of the drones spotted a blue steel tile on top of a cliff. He'd been living in there for 17 years. Well, did he get lost or did he just not want to be found? No, he escaped. Well, he escaped prison. He escaped oh, prison. Oh, found. Oh, yeah. What I know is what a drone and social media, how that all came together to find him. Like, was it just someone was flying a drone looking at the scenery and saw him or was this a manhunt situation? Well, they've never stopped looking for him. Huh. 
So it was just a lucky guess. Lucky find, maybe. Yeah. Yes, but are you guys not fascinated that he's been living in that cave for 17 years? I'm blown away. That's... I'm fascinated they have their own social media called We We Friend or whatever. WeChat. WeChat. Yeah. Well, is WeChat like Nintendo WeChat? Is that because that's my. That's well, I haven't even told to. you guys how many times Costco <laughs> delivered to his cave. Oh, no, no, no way! <laughs> now that's impressive. Now that's good drone use. <laughs> All right, page two. What are you kidding me? Out of Wisconsin, Sister Spy. Would your sibling go this far to capture a big moment for you? There's a woman in Wisconsin who wanted to secretly take photos of her sister's engagement last month. So she wore what they call a ghillie suit. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Drew, Drew, you are a United States Marine. Tell everybody what a ghillie suit is. So a ghillie suit is uh, a a form of camouflage. It's a big, shaggy-looking sort of burlap with like little A lot of snipers would use it. Snipers would wear it. And it it looks weird until you see someone lay down with it, and it completely vanishes into the shrubbery and tall grasses and things. I actually have one at the house. I do. Anyway, she wore this suit. And uh, and now photos of it are going viral. Why would she want to disguise herself as a bush? I mean, that's what's weird to me right now. Was, was, she, she, was she not supposed to, to be there? Yeah. But yeah. What? Why did she want to secretly tape the engagement? Was she jealous and wanted to use it against oh. the sister? Oh, oh no, no, no! I think she's working with the uh, the like the boyfriend. Yeah. Now fiance to secretly capture the moment on camera. Now it's becoming clear. Oh yeah, this is all for hits and clicks. Yeah. Oh, the engagement! Yes, yeah. yes. yes. Like, What's wrong with us? <laughs> a lot of things, but we yeah. don't have time for that. It's funny how all four of us are suspicious. We're just not sure of what. Right, <laughs> we'll figure it out. So obviously, the girl knew that the dude was gonna propose to her, and yeah. that's why she was doing it to mm-hmm. capture right. it. Okay, right. doing something sweet. It's all making sense. But we all should be suspicious because she owns a ghillie suit. Therefore, she's up to no good. I'm oh. suspicious that Dits owns a ghillie suit. <laughs> yeah, well, he's up to no good. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> and there you go. You got the. What are you kidding me? Stories of the day. It's the Fit Show. You're listening to the Fit Show. Everybody, fits happen, especially on a Monday. We try to make every day a Friday, though. That's my goal every day, where every day is a Friday. There's Drew and Claire, Ryder the Young. A couple minutes ago, uh, when we opened up the show... I wanted to mention something about football, and I couldn't remember what it was, and now I remember exactly what it was. It seems like all my buddies are doing the you know fantasy football and the fantasy football draft. You know, I've never done one. I don't know how to do it. I, I hear you can make money off of it. Is that true? Can somebody yeah. tell me about fantasy football, the draft, and how, I, how it goes down? I've been playing it for 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to Claire. <laughs> I've, I've never done it for money, ever. I'm, I'm in this league with people I've never actually met. Wow. Uh, we did it online 20 years ago, and we're still doing it now. It's all app-based. And I do it just for fun, and it's a great way to enjoy football. You can watch any game anytime and have yeah. something to, to root for. Also, probably a good way to learn about players and stats and, oh, yeah. and everything Absolutely. going on. Yeah, It, it kind of opens up your mind to like, because when you watch football and you have your selected team, you don't care about anybody else. Yeah. But once you start kind of doing fantasy, you start going, oh, man, I really wish he would play for the Cowboys. We should switch for that guy. We should trade for this. We should do that. And you, all of a sudden, your whole mind is just like... I could put together a better team. <laughs> so you're probably looking at the game in a completely different way. It's like yes. you're, you're, oh, yeah. you're invested in it yes. now. You have a team, you're and you are yeah. hoping they kick it, some butt. Yeah. Messes your loyalties a little bit because oh, yeah. if you have a player playing against your per- like if, if a, one of your great fantasy players is playing against the Dallas Cowboys, yeah. you find yourself rooting for that guy to score a touchdown against your own team. Oh no! But either way, you win. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's parts where you're just like, okay, just that guy score, but then just destroy them in the next drive. Right. Like, please, <laughs> right, that's right, all right, I need right. to happen. And, and how do you keep up with this? Do, do you keep? Is there an app for that, oh, yeah. or, or uh-huh. do you get little bulletins from the people on all, your fantasy? All of the above. Oh, yeah. Yahoo has their own app. Uh, I think MSN. So there's all sorts all of different them. fantasy yeah. drafts yeah. I'm going on. I'm on the NFL app, but I've also yeah. done ESPN. I've done Yahoo. I've done there's CBS. Hundreds. Yeah. I'm with Fitz. I've never done it. Yeah. How much time does it consume? Uh, well, Probably not like a lot baseball. Of I used to play fantasy baseball. baseball. Oh, That's God. time consuming. Yeah, everything about baseball is time consuming. Oh, wow. Is that time yeah. consuming? Football, I don't you know. A few it minutes depends, a day. It depends what kind of league you're in. If it's yeah. PPR, which is points per reception, or if it's just like, it, there's there's different yeah. stuff that goes into it. Right. But maybe an hour a day like Claire. I'm just yeah. really worried. Most I mean, I don't have the, if it's so time consuming, I don't have the time for it because I know mm-hmm. I spend so much time on my phone already. Mm-hmm. You know, whether yeah. it's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, reading the news, reading, you know. Where am I going to find the time for that? Mm-hmm. The best thing you can do is like you can go into the you can go into your app, whatever app it is. You set up your your starting lineup, 
you set it and forget it. Set it and forget it? Unless you hear something where it's right. like, oh, Dak Prescott broke his ankle. You're like, no! No! Where's my phone? you put that on Dak? Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Welcome to the show, you guys. Let's get through this Monday. Fitz Happens. This Fitch Happens Live is the Fitch Show. It's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. It's Monday, October 7th, 2019. And I'd like to ask you guys a question. Who are you most truthful with? Men's Health actually just uh, just ran this pretty cool survey. I saw it over the weekend. I thought it'd be interesting for the show. Who are you most truthful with? 3% of people said their therapist. 9% said their parents. 12% said their best female friend. Again, we're, uh, who are you most truthful with? 33% of people said they are most truthful with their uh, girlfriend, boyfriend, or wife. Mm-hmm. Okay. 43% of people said their best male friend. Interesting. I thought that was interesting. It yeah, is kind of interesting. Yeah, um, I, I'm interested in the people who are most truthful with their parents. Who are these people? Why? Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Kidding. There are things Why do you lie to your parents? Hear. Why do you lie to your parents? It's not so lying to them. It's just they don't yeah. need to hear the thing. They, they really don't need don't, to know all the things. They really don't know who yeah. you are. Do you know what's crazy? I'm like that with my mom. I don't tell my mom a lot, but I tell my dad like everything. Everything that you know, whatever you know, just yeah, my life stuff. Yeah, I I I kind of let it out with him, but my mom, I would never. No. <laughs> No, no, I gave them just enough information to think they were getting everything, but not even close. Yeah, it's like my mom is the angel, and my and my dad is like the one with the you know what is it the the one wing and the fire. Yeah, yeah. You know what always amazed me about my mom is I wouldn't tell her things, but she always figured everything out. Ooh. Like that mother's intuition. She's wanting to get to know her little Ooh. Andrew. I mean, when I was younger, she wants to know little Andrew. Little Andrew. Andrew, please choose your news. Is this the little boy I carry? Well, I'm upset about this, and I'm sure my mom is too, but Bed Bath & Beyond had a tough week last week. They announced that they're going to be closing 60 stores by the end of the year. Where am I going to get my loofahs? Right? Gosh. That's, there's a lot of things. Yeah. You know, where are you going to buy your next Keurig machine? Or, or your next bedding? Linens. How am I going to get rid of all these 20% coupons that right? are coming every day? Maybe they sent out too many of those. Well, they initially were planning on closing 40 stores, but... <laughs> At their earnings call uh, last week, they said it's going to be 40 main stores and 20 of their other stores. So it's just another victim of the the retail apocalypse. All right. Claire, choose your news. Why eat chocolate on Halloween when you can drink it instead and get drunk? Yes, Hershey's has just made their first ever beer. Hershey's has teamed up with the people who make Yingling for what they are calling the Yingling Hershey's Chocolate Porter. It's beer chocolate. It's beer chocolate, and it's not just for Halloween. The beer is going to be available at select bars and restaurants through Valentine's Day. And right to the youngin, choose your news. Well, Halloween is in full effect when a hospital... I'm sorry, this is so funny. A hospital in Massachusetts had a wheelchair roll itself out of the waiting room and down the street. Whoa. Now the doctor came now the doctor that witnessed it said, Look, this isn't a haunting, it's just the wind that picked it up and dragged it out, but that's because he has to say that. No, he does that not want to straight say, up crazy stuff right yes. there. That's haunted. It went, yeah, I do not mess around with that stuff. It went out the door and down uh-huh. the street. You can't tell me that's wind. Oh yeah, that's There's a ghost. video of it too, oh, so feel yeah. free to look it up. That's straight up the that's the other side trying to it's closer than you think the other dimension. It's there. You better, oh, yeah. Drew, I know you don't believe in that it. stuff, yeah. but it's just right there waiting on you. I'm all about the wind. I'm sure this hospital is on a slight hill. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Completely flat. You can look at the video yourself, bud. <laughs> all right. There you go. Thank you so much for uh, uh, checking out Choose Your News. Fits Happens Live. Fits Happens Live. <gasps> you are so dead. Ah. <laughs> Halloween is near. Yes. Halloween is near. The month of October is here. October is actually a lot of things. It's it's uh, breast cancer month. That it is. So we should all be rocking pink during the month of October too. Um, but if 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 adults went trick or treating, which some do, what would adults want as their treats? I'd love to hear from <laughs> you right now. If adults went trick or treating, what would adults want as their treats? Cash money. Oh, yep. that's good. Gift cards also work. Yes. Around my neighborhood, we have little uh, like pieces of paper on certain homes, and it says "boo," right? And then and then booze. Boo is for booze. Oh. So we walk around my neighborhood, and I have my little red solo cup while the kids uh-huh. are trick or treating, and I could just get woo, blitzed oh, yeah. walking with my children. Yep. And and the doors that say "booze" on it, that's where you get your refill. 
So that is pretty cool. I mean, that, that's that's a pretty cool. That's I a, I actually do that at my house. In addition to handing out candy, every time a child walks up, you take a drink. No, yeah. <laughs> yes, but if, but if I see like a mom or dad back there with a red solo cup, I have a little uh, a little bottle of Jameson. I wave at them if they if they want. And you a little, say, "Hey, would you like treat. a little pour?" Absolutely. Oh. What do they say? Hey, you want a snort? Yep. <laughs> oh my god! Get you a, get you a snort. <laughs> um, if adults went trick or treating, what would adults want as their treats? I would like, uh, you know, I'm a big wipey guy. I love wipies because I, <laughs> I love being clean when I'm walking around. Because uh, if, if you don't use wipies after you go potty, you are not fully clean whatsoever. Hang on. I'm updating my Fitz Christmas list. <laughs> Thank okay, you. done. Good. Thank you. <laughs> Sandra, go ahead. Frozen adult uh, drink beverages. Nice. Strawberry Ooh. daiquiris. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you've had yours already. <laughs> Let's go to Shelby real quick. Liquor. Oh, of course. Oh, yes. Come to my house. <laughs> Just those little like ninety nine cent ones. Oh, little, like airline bottles. <laughs> yes, genius. The little vodka things. Yeah. <laughs> be, I mean, I'm amazed at the amount of people who just drink on airplanes like that. Oh. Well, how else are you going to get through it? I mean, I guess. Let's go to Blake real quick. Uh, if adults went trick or treating, what would adults want as their treats? Blake. Oh man, I'd be looking for some phone numbers. <laughs> Take it easy, Tiger. Why not? Yeah, why not? I guess he's talking about the the mommies. I think he's yeah. talking about the single moms. <laughs> mommies or the daddies. <laughs> Either or. All right, post on our page, you guys. Uh, go to Facebook, search "Follow Fits." We'd love to hear from you. This is the Fit Show. The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is the Fit Show. Welcome back. Hope you had a fantastic weekend. And we're getting ready for the Fitz Files. The good, the bad, and the gossip on the way in just a little bit. Claire, what's up? What is it looking like today? Well, we know Nick Jonas of the Jonas Brothers has type 1 diabetes. What we didn't know was how he found out the hard way at the age of 13, we may have almost lost him. Let's get to it Monday's reality check. Gamers aren't the only ones making money off Fortnite. Epic Games CEO Tim Sweeney has landed on the Forbes 400 list of richest Americans for the first time. That's right. Ryder, I'm looking at you. You know what? I now support and endorse your video game addiction because video games are apparently where the money is at. So Tim Sweeney is the guy who created Epic Games. And this year, for the first year, he's a newcomer on the Forbes 400, the richest Americans. Uh, which, by the way, you have to be about 2.1 billion and above to even qualify for this list. Yeah. Uh, Tim Sweeney came in at a little over four billion dollars in net worth. And as long as we're talking computer people, of course, the top of that list, mm-hmm. Jeff Bezos, stays at number one. Bill Gates stays at number two. So there's a lot of money in technology. Writer, are you? Uh, Think you're going to invent a game that's going to make billions of dollars? Well, yeah, I just have to take the whole route that uh, this guy took because what you do with Fortnite is you design your character, but then they have all those in-game purchasing. Freemium. That's freemium gaming. Freemium. That's how he made all of his money, and I'm so down for that. <laughs> there you go. That's the Monday reality check. The Fit Show. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fist Files. Nick Jonas has been speaking out more about his type 1 diabetes, mostly because he wants other families with kids uh, to understand about how to recognize the diagnosis. He says that when he was 13, he was losing weight rapidly, but he was craving soda so much that his parents decided to take him to a doctor. They measured his blood sugar. It was nine times higher than normal. Literally, the doctor said he was one day away from a coma. Same thing wow. happened to my little nephew, Austin. He was 16, and he was you know, craving sugar, and then he started, you know, became weak, vomiting. They took him in, and his blood sugar was like just Oof. abnormally... Uh, you know, life-threatening, and he found yeah. out he was also yeah. type, uh, that's type 1 type diabetes. One. This is type yeah. 1, yeah. Right. Yeah, crazy. When you watch the Joe Bros on stage, they are aerobic. But you he, know what? He does nothing but sweat all day, yeah. but he, he which just is manages really, it. Which is yeah. really good for him. And, yeah. and to all the kiddos out there, if you have diabetes, I mean, hey, there are Major League Baseball players, football players, NBA players with diabetes. Oh, yeah. You could do so there's so much they're doing with that now. So yep. don't, don't let that ever stop you at no. all. Absolutely. Matt Damon, uh, you know, a lot. it's interesting. Stars don't often talk about 
about roles they turned down, but this one is kind of fun. Matt Damon was talking about the movie Avatar, the big giant space, you know, space whatever blue, movie the, that the James Cameron did. The yep. Blue People. Giant Blue People. Right? Whoa, whoa, no. <laughs> giant he Blue said People. James Cameron wanted him in that movie, and yeah. he offered him not only a salary, but 10% of the movie's profits. Well, Matt turned, Matt turned it down because he was uh, working on Born Ultimatum, and he just couldn't work it out. Wow. Avatar is currently okay. the second highest grossing film of all time. Matt Damon would have walked away with two hundred and fifty million dollars. Oh my no! Two hundred and fifty million dollars to talk to a tennis ball. Yeah, for and not only days. that, they're making number two, which means I know he would have been that too. For you. But as Matt says, can he quote, get the second one? Maybe. But Matt yeah, says, maybe. "quote I'm doing okay. My kids are all eating." So yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, he's probably to cry, okay. cry about the hundred million he's got. Um, oh, and back in the day, I was all about Chris Isaac. Ladies, I know you know what I mean. We all played Wicked Game on repeat and had all. What kinds was that of song he sings? Wicked, Wicked Game. game. Yeah, oh uh, my God! Well, guess know. what? There's a whole new generation that's going to uh, uh, love bad Wicked thing? Game. That one too. Midland has been doing it out on their tour. Ah. Chris Isaac heard it. He tweeted them. Said when I heard Midland official play Wicked Game, they knocked it out of the park, and he went ahead and greenlit them to redo it. It's an Amazon original, hey, and we have it. Let's uh, yeah, let's play it right now. Oh, so cool. So nice. cool. Yeah, I saw. Not just ladies. I love that song, too. I, I need to take a break now. There you go. <laughs> You've got the good, the bad, and the gossip. You've got the Fitz Files. This is the Fitz Show. He's taller than a jolly green giant. By golly, it's the tallest radio personality in North America. It's the Fitz Show. Hey, um, wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, or listening on the app, I'd love to hear from you right now. How are you turning into your mother or father? <laughs> I think I might have noticed this about about myself the other day when when I am straight up absolutely saying to my kids, "Paddle your own canoe." <laughs> you know, meaning, "Hey, that's none of your business. Paddle yeah. your own canoe." Yeah, but dad, you didn't paddle your own canoe. And I feel like sometimes I'm even sounding like him. Sometimes when I look in the mirror, you know, and I'm you know splashing water on my face in the morning, and I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm like looking at my dad's eyes." I can really see it sometimes, you know what I mean? What about you guys? Uh, the one I noticed, I've actually noticed this for a while. Uh, we used to make fun of my mom because every time a car would pull up like at a neighbor's house, or the, you'd always see her parting the blinds and looking out, and now I'm that person. <laughs> and my girlfriend makes fun of me because if someone parks in front of my house, I'm like, what are they doing in front of my house? That's mine. And she's like, How that's the they? public street. I'm like, I don't care. It's in front of my house. That's my parking. But you've always been that person who stands up, opens up the blinds, peeks out, you know? Yep. I don't like people in my neighborhood. <laughs> Out of my neighborhood. <laughs> Claire, what about you? I am 100% turning into my father. I used to marvel at how he got up at 4 o'clock in the morning every day and went and, and did his life and then came home at 5 o'clock and passed out for three hours. <laughs> then he'd get up at like midnight to watch an hour of David Letterman or something. Oh, yeah. I do the exact same thing. It's not David Letterman. It's usually like something else for an hour. Yeah. But I'm, a, I'm, I'm up at 4. I'm asleep by 4. I have a glass of wine. <laughs> I pass out. I wake up. I watch Netflix. I go back to bed. I am my father. Yes, I am my father. Right of the youngin'? Uh, the only thing that I really do that's like my dad really is uh, when I was growing up, whenever he would toot, he would go, Barking Spider! And then we would run around and try to stomp on the spider. <laughs> so now with my nephews, I, I always I always give it a little toot and I go, Barking Spider, guys! I'm going to use that with my kids, except I'm just going to be like, Spider, Spider, and try to stomp it out. <laughs> I always, it's funny, my little daughter Drew who's seven, I always blame all toots on her. Oh, yeah. And she now she's getting very angry about it. Oh, no. like, yeah. All right, hey, uh, we're going to get your fo- uh, phone calls and stuff and text messages next. But we'd love to hear from you. How are you turning into your mother or father? That is next. So, check this out. Straight out of country. This Fitch happens live. Ladies and gentlemen, is the Fitch Show. We're now. We're going to kick this thing again. Now, back to the Fitch Show. We'd love to hear from you right now. How are you turning into your mother or father? Wherever you are, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. We were just sharing uh, with you how how we think we're straight up turning into our parents. Hey, Derek, what about you? Go ahead. Kind of like my dad. I'm yelling a lot at my kids now. (laughs) Hereditary. (laughs) I I think that's where I might have picked it up. (laughs) Yeah, you think? Uh, (laughs) Vanessa, go ahead. I'll tell you what. 
Well, we used to laugh at my mother because every time she would take a step, she would fart. And now that I'm getting older, I do the same thing. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh, that's a lot. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, Stacy, what about you? How are you turning into your mother or father? My underwear are huge. <laughs> Short, simple, to the point. <laughs> they even need to be. And I used to pick on my mother for these giant white things that used to come out of the dryer when I had to do the laundry when right. I was younger. And here I am. They're not all white because I've sprouted out into, like, beige. So, oh, oh, my God. Changing it up. Granny panties. <laughs> Straight up granny. <laughs> Straight up granny <laughs> panties. All right, continue to sound off on our Facebook page. Just be real. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Fit welcome, Show. Welcome. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. So there's a little pub in uh, there's a little pub in England called the Fleece Inn, and they held this event a couple of days ago called Nigel Night. I love it. Where 433 guys named Nigel. <laughs> this got better. <laughs> gathered in one spot and set a world record. One of them was the owner of the pub, Nigel Smith. He actually came up with the idea after hearing that no one in the UK had named their baby Nigel for an entire year. Oh, no. <laughs> and check weird. this. A member of parliament named Nigel Adams. He couldn't make it to the event, but he sent in a video message thanking the various Nigels. Who helped make it happen for Nigel Night? Check this out. There are so many Nigels coming to one venue. It's a brilliant idea. So well done, Nigel, at the Fleece for putting this together. And well done, Nigel, the local MP, for getting a few of our colleagues together as well. I understand from Nigel that Nigel's pub, the Fleece, is a fantastic boozer. So to all Nigels, have a great night. To the Nigel and all of us. To the Nigels. How drunk are they? (laughs) (laughs) In the best way. (laughs) I'm not even a Nigel, but I want to go to the Nigel party. Me too. You know? I'm being honorary Nigel. What a shame that they didn't name any kids Nigel in England last year. Yeah. I mean, that's like such an English name. How did it happen? It's like not having a a John or a James here. Yeah. You ever walk through cemeteries and look at the really old names that just are not around anymore? and. But they do eventually come back, right? I mean, everything old yeah. is new again. Oh yeah, yeah. pretty like soon my, there's little baby Ethels out there. My grandmother a was a my grandmother was a May. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I have an aunt June. I had an aunt Thelma, a countess. Countess is a countess. Yeah, my, my grandparents are uh, Bertram and Lucille. Those guys don't exist anymore. No. Bertram. Did they call him Bert for short? Bert. Yeah. yeah. Wow. You guys got any? Uh, yeah, my grandma's name is Judith, uh, and the other one was Minerva. Minerva. Whoa. Yeah. Very Norwegian. Minerva. <laughs> yes. You're getting uh, on my last Minerva. Yeah. <laughs> and that is the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. The Fit Show. Fit happens. Life. You know, we do this segment called Believe It or Not because we all have those stories that are really, really unbelievable, but they are true. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, for example, uh, you know, years back, I had the chance to fill in for Regis on Live with Regis and Kelly, and the person I got to interview was Sir Anthony Hopkins. And believe it or not, he reached over and just sort of like, in a, you know, like massaged my ear, like, how you doing, boy? <laughs> like, a, like a grandpa would grab your what? ear? Yeah. How you doing, my boy? Did you pull a quarter Just like too? that. Yeah, Hannibal Lecter rubbed my ear. Oh, my wow. goodness. Believe it or not. He didn't yeah. pull a quarter out and go, look. So we want to hear from you right now, those stories that are so unbelievable, but they're really true. Believe it or not, the stories are true. Don't ever let anyone try to bullshit you. Maybe you should be dead, nearly chopped off your head. Fitz's show is on. Believe it or not, he's a giraffe. Rap, 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 rap. He's a giraffe. Giraffe. All right, we're going to go to Kim real quick. Believe it or not. Hey, Fitz, believe it or not, my great aunt, Martha, sat on Paul McCartney's lap in the back of a taxi. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> oh I bet she did. <laughs> Do you have little British-speaking cousins? Yeah, did, did she inspire any of the great Beatles songs? 
Let it be. Let it be. <laughs> what did she say about this experience with uh, with Sir Paul? I do not even know why she was there in the first place. I think one of her friends knew one of them, so it wasn't by accident. She was there with a friend, and it was crowded, so she sat on his lap, and she is so proud. I'm wow. sure he didn't mind. Uh, I'm sure he didn't mind a bit. Sure he hey, Joan, not. let's get in the cab with these birds and go down to the poop. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he wrote a song about it. Birds. I don't know. Dear Martha. <laughs> Dear Martha. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for calling, Kim. It happens live. The legendary Fitz happens live. live. Believe it or not, the stories are true. Don't ever let anyone try to bullshit you. Maybe you should be dead, nearly chopped off your head. Fitz's show is on. Believe it or not, he's a giraffe. Raff, 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 raff. He's a giraffe. Giraffe. Let's go to uh, Jeff real quick. Jeff, believe it or not. Hey, hey, believe it or not, up until just six months ago, I actually have been sucking my thumb my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> why, why did it end six months ago? This almost sounds like all what? jacked up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, so you've been sucking your thumb. It, did, uh, did it affect your teeth in any way? It did. It also has really affected my dating life and social life, actually, too. <laughs> so that's what pushed it over the edge. Gotcha. Are you telling me you can't walk <laughs> yeah. up to a woman and suck your thumb and say, come here, mommy? No, oh, stop. Oh, stop. Come here, mommy. Okay. <laughs> no, no. It's just honestly, believe it or not, I'd actually be on a date sometimes and like in the middle of dinner I would just find my date looking at me like I was crazy because I realized I would put my thumb in my mouth and suck it at the dinner table. So it's like a nervous tick thing. You you can't really help that you do it. Sometimes you don't even realize you're sucking your thumb. Yeah, I think I've just always had this like oral fix. Okay. I, I don't know. <laughs> but thank you for calling, Jeff. Uh, let's go to yeah, Carrie real quick. It. Carrie, believe it or not. <laughs> believe it or not, me and my family were some of the very first contestants on Truth or Dare Nickelodeon. <gasps> oh, oh, my God. That's so awesome. No Mark Summers? Yes. Yeah. Yes, Mark Summers. Yes. Did you have to reach inside that giant nose and get the booger flags I out? I do it all. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> That's so awesome. This is like the coolest story ever. you got to be kidding me. Oh my, is there? Do you have it on video and stuff with uh, Truth or Dare? I think my, yeah, I think my parents probably do somewhere like on a VHS collecting dust in the attic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. To me, Mark Summers is still a legend. Yeah. yeah. My yeah. hero. Yeah. It was my, it was my childhood dream come true. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing. I appreciate it. You're welcome. And now, this is The Fit Show. Hey, what's up? It's The Fit Show. It's a, it's a big week here. It's National Name Your Car Week. Oh. And Drew, I know that you are a car guy. Yeah, but surprisingly, I've never named a car. I've never named That is so weird. Name. Oh, that's not good. No. Why? Why is that not good? Well, because you're a car guy. You should certainly name your car. Like, I have Betty the Bronco. Yeah. Betty's a boy. Aww. Betty's a boy, Bronco, but, you know. And what's bizarre is, uh, looking at the top car names overall, we seem to prefer names that begin with a B. Huh. Makes sense. Top car names. Betsy. Bessie. Uh, Baby slash Betty. The Beast. Bertha. Lucy. Sally. Big Red. And Buddy. Those are the top car names overall. Dang. What's up with the bees? Yeah, what is up with the bees? Do you have, I don't know, that's weird. Any names for your vehicles? Did you ever Always. name one? Oh yeah, I name I name every single car I get is Batmobile version one, Batmobile version oh. two. <laughs> <laughs> so bees, I guess. <laughs> do you really call it the Batmobile? I really do. Yeah, I have since that I, is my so first bizarre. truck. You yeah. love Batman that much. I love Batman that much that I got it tattooed on my skin. <laughs> my high school in high school, my first car I got the ranch truck, and mm-hmm. uh, it was a 1988 uh, Ford F one fifty. And it was red and white, so I called it the Crimson Argent. 
Oh. Argent is white, crimson is the red color. And right. so we're like, boys, let's load up in the crimson argent. Nice. <laughs> I like, like you're a superhero. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I dig that. What about you, Claire? <laughs> uh, the first car I ever bought with my own money. Uh, was uh, uh, when I signed the papers. I went. I was kind of nervous, and I went, "Well, Oakley Dokley." So we named it Ned, uh, <laughs> like yes! Ned Flanders. And then, Ned. and then, my next car after that was a much smaller. That, that was a Toyota station wagon. This was a little Toyota Corolla. So this one was called Ralph. Uh, <laughs> and then the, our new car uh, is a big, like the biggest car I've ever owned. It's it's a big, it's a silver like Honda CRV. Oh yeah. So I call it silver, which I know sounds lame, but to me, it's hi ho silver. Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> With a silver bullet. Yeah. Oh, I should call it that. The silver bullet. The silver bullet. It's not a bullet. It's more like a lug wrench. This happens. The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is the Fit Show. All right, Drew is standing by with the Monday reality check. A husband and wife doing 63 in a 45-mile-per-hour zone at 4.30 in the morning. Florida Deputy Robert Pound surveilled the scene. I've got a female having a baby. Congratulations, you got a little girl. A high-speed chase with a happy ending. Yeah, that's right. A speeding story that ends on a good note. So uh, when the deputy, when Deputy Pounds pulled over the car, uh, Jean-Louis Wilford, that's that's the father in this case who was driving, said, Look, man, you've got a right to pull me over, but look right there. Literally, the baby was crowning from his wife who was screaming. So the officer called for for backup, ran back to his car, got gloves, got a blanket, and came back. And they said the baby came right out, like delivered immediately. So happy ending to that story. And it it sounds like something right out of a cheesy 80s sitcom, right? No kidding. Right. Racing on their way to the hospital to deliver the baby, and and they right on the side of the road. Did he send the dad out to get the boiling water? (laughs) Did Smokey and the Bandit help them break through all the barricades? Here, open my radiator, Captain. Get some boiling water. (laughs) There you go. You got the Monday reality check. Are you ready to go? Come on. This is the Fitz Show. Fitz happens live. Could be a little um, mascara alert right now. We've said before, this is a dog show. We love our animals. We love our we love our pets. We love our kitty cats. Yes. Um. But a, a little dog did all he could to save his family from a fire in their Florida home just days ago. And the little guy even gave his life. The fire started in the attic of a home at 2 o'clock in the morning. And the fire alarm only went off briefly. But little Zippy... A Jack Russell Terrier, he took over. It was little Zippy who went back and forth. He was from bed to bed, barking as loudly as possible to wake everyone up. And the family was able to get out of the home just in time. But little Zippy didn't make it. And one of the family members said the floor in the living room was was all on fire, so there was nowhere for him to run out. There was nowhere for him to go. And by the time firefighters found little Zippy, it was too late. The smoke had gotten to him. And fire officials said the fire spread from the attic, but they don't know exactly how it started. But uh, Zippy saved everyone's life. So just want to say so long, pal. Little Zippy. We love, you know, they, we don't deserve them. No, we don't. We just don't. Uh, With that, we're going to lighten things up a little bit. But, uh, uh. Just devastating, you know? So long, a little zippy. This is the Fit Show. This is Green Gray Bob. Fitz is my son. I proudly serve my country with the Army Special Forces. We live in a land of the free because of our brave men and women, past and present. This is our troop salute. You know, one of the best parts of receiving troop salutes from proud family members is hearing their cherished stories and beloved family legacies. P1, Jamie Richardson, wrote in to tell us about her grandfather, who was a very brave World War II airman. And today we are saluting Sergeant Louis Edgett of the United States Army Air Force, 
Lewis was a good old farm boy from Edmond, Kansas in the early 1940s. He was your typical All-American high school student where he played on the baseball and basketball teams. After graduation, he joined the Army Air Forces in August of 1943 and trained as a B-17 gunner at Kingman Field, Arizona. Man, just a kid. Still only a teenager, Lewis Edgett headed off to the big war raging over Europe right after training. And Lewis was assigned to the 8th Air Force 490th Bombing Group Flying Sorties out of England, where he served as a crew member and belly turret gunner on a B-17 named Lucky Lucky. This is where farm boy Lewis Edgett became war hero, Sergeant Edgett. During a bombing mission deep inside German territory, Sergeant Edgett's group had dropped their bombs and turned for home, joining the other formations of B-17s from the 8th. And just then, they were swarmed by an attack group of German Messerschmitt ME-262 jet fighters, the first active jet fighter planes the world had ever seen. During the battle, Lewis's uh, turret was damaged, and, and the door holding him into the bottom of the aircraft blew open. And there was nothing below him but four miles of space. Quote, I had to sit with the bottom out of my turret for over half an hour waiting for the Jerry's coming my way, he would say. Edget had to continue fighting even though he struggled to remain inside the aircraft, held only by the straps on his legs. Quote, if the jet pilots saw that my turret was not operating, they would probably have attacked from below. Sergeant Edget was awarded several medals for his bravery and that's why he and his pals are called the greatest generation. No doubt about it. And it's also why today we salute Sergeant Lewis Edgett of the United States Army Air Force. We live in the land of the free because of the brave. What a story. What a story. Wow. He kept fighting, too. Holy Didn't stop. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Right. He, he, he held on, didn't he? Yep. Came back and made a life, started a business, started a family. Yeah. Like so many of those who serve, like so many continue to do today, you know, mm-hmm. even right now with, you know, the wars that, that have been fought in the Middle East, Iraq and Afghanistan, all around the world. Nobody really knows the war that has been going on over there and what our, our, our men and women have seen. They've seen a lot, you know. We don't, yeah. we don't always see the images. Mm-hmm. And you're not but. trained for that. You're, you're trained, here's how you fire it, here's where you sit, and here's how you're strapped in. You're not trained for hang there by the webbing. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and it's and kind of survival get... mode, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. This is the Fit Show. And now, and now, my daddy. it's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. I'm going to take you out of our friendly skies. This is titled Maintenance Check. <laughs> well, that's not good. No. Not in the sky. Passengers on a United Airlines flight out of Denver, they. Looked out the window and they saw that a jet engine cover was loose and flapping in the wind. Ay, ay, ay. Fortunately, the plane turned around, landed safely, but of course, I have exclusive What Are You Kidding Me audio. See that, folks? What are you kidding me? How wow. is he so calm? Calm, cool, and collected. That's it. It's about to rip off. I reckon. It's about to rip. So in that situation, I wonder: Do you hit the, the little uh, flight attendant light and say, "Excuse me, ma'am, I'm waiting on that ginger ale." Also, I just noticed outside that uh, <laughs> that the engine cover's kind of flappy, flappy over there. I wonder, uh, can you send a message to the pilot? What do you do in that situation? Oh, and can I get the whole can? I please? will. <laughs> can I please get the whole can? I will have already passed out, so I'm useless. True. <laughs> I. Th- I think you tell her, but you have to be calm. Maybe that's what he's doing. You have to be calm. Otherwise, you seem like the guy on the Twilight Zone movie who's yeah. oh, yeah. the guy yeah. on the wing. Yeah. This is an equivalent of the cover coming no, off, this Drew. Is, this is where you go. No, what about the guy What about the guy in the bathroom shaving his face? <laughs> I'm sorry. You know what? When I was a kid, uh, yeah. a piece, an engine cover fell off an airplane and landed in my schoolyard. The school Whoa. I went to. Oh. Yeah. So it was on like a Saturday. No one was there. But so no God missed you that day. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> got his day wrong. <laughs> like, dang it. I thought it was Let Tuesday. me tell you what. We just talked about a story the other day where somebody was running in a marathon, finished the marathon, and then got struck by lightning. Yeah. It was yeah. a 50K. He See? ran like the race of his lifetime. Yeah. And God was like, mm, not today. Nope. Not today, buddy. Yeah. You don't get to finish. It's Oof. like when you're walking down the street and, and you know, I, I've heard of people walking down the street and have gotten like... Uh, 
hit by ice falling off airplanes, or sometimes mm-hmm. people release the waste from the airplanes, and sometimes people are walking and get hit with the doo doo and die. Or oh, they call it Down- blue comets or something. <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. no, hundred percent right. <laughs> yeah, you gotta look out for that stuff. It's out there. Page two. What are you kidding me? Out of Michigan, TB, are you with me? In this case, TB standing for tuberculosis. Oh. If you're excited for deer season, well, check it out. Um, A 77-year-old Michigan hunter apparently contracted tuberculosis from an infected wild deer that he killed in field dressed. Oh, my Providing further evidence that deer with TB can transmit the disease to humans, according to the Centers for Disease Control. I didn't even know deers had TB. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. I didn't know it moved from, from deer to person. Yeah. That's freaky. How do you oh, know? Yeah. You, you prick virus. them with a little pricky thing and wait a day and see what happens? Yeah. Well, I'm sure they, they have tests like yeah. that that they do at the Aren't Centers for Disease Control. against tuberculosis? We are. Well, apparently. most well, of us are. Well, not deer tuberculosis. Not deer tuberculosis. Oh, dear. And the deer aren't inoculated. <laughs> oh, dearie. Whoa. Same virus, different strain. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Does that mean it's zombie deer? Could be. could be. No, I'm pretty sure tuberculosis doesn't bring you back to life. Okay, yeah, so it's pretty. So it's life. right. So it's just a deer with a bad cough. Just a deer with a bad cough. Yes. Yeah, I've never heard a deer cough. Really bad cough. <laughs> All right, there you go. You got the. What are you kidding me? Stories of the day. And now. This is the Fit Show. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fit Files. Nick Jonas has been speaking out more about his type 1 diabetes, mostly because he wants other families with kids uh, to understand about how to recognize the diagnosis. He says that when he was 13, he was losing weight rapidly, but he was craving soda so much that his parents decided to take him to a doctor. They measured his blood sugar. It was nine times higher than normal. Literally, the doctor said he was one day away from a coma. Same thing wow. happened to my little nephew Austin. He was 16, and he was you know craving sugar, and then he started you know, became weak, vomiting. They took him in, and his blood sugar was like just Oof. abnormally, you know, life threatening. And he found yeah. out he was also yeah. type uh, that's type one type diabetes. One. This is type yeah. one, yeah, right? Yeah, crazy. When you watch the Joe Bros on stage, they are aerobic. But you he, know what? He does nothing but sweat all day. Yeah. But he he which just is manages really, it, which is yeah. really good for him. And, yeah. and to all the kiddos out there, if you have diabetes, I mean, hey, there are major league baseball players, football players, NBA players with diabetes. Oh yeah, you can do so. There's so much they are doing with that now. So yep. don't, don't let that ever stop you at all. Absolutely, Matt Damon. Uh, you know, a lot. It's interesting. Stars don't often talk about roles they turn down, but this one is kind of fun. Matt Damon was talking about the movie Avatar, the big giant space, you know, space whatever blue, movie the, that the James blue Cameron people. did. The yep. blue people. Giant whoa, blue people. Right? Whoa, whoa, no. <laughs> giant he blue said people. James Cameron wanted him in that movie, and yeah. he offered him not only a salary, but 10% of the movie's profits. Well, Matt turned, Matt turned it down because he was uh, working on Born Ultimatum, and he just couldn't work it out. Avatar oh, is currently dang. the second highest grossing film of all time. Matt Damon would have walked away with 250 million dollars. Oh my no. $250 million dollars to talk to a tennis ball. Yeah, and not only days. that, they're making number two, which means I know, he there's another two hundred and fifty for you. But as Matt says, Can he quote, get the second one? Maybe. But Matt yeah, says, maybe. quote, I'm doing okay, my kids are all eating. So yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, he's probably to cry, okay. cry about the hundred million he's got. Um, oh, and back in the day, I was all about Chris Isaac. Ladies, I know you know what I mean. We all played Wicked Game on repeat and had all what kinds What was that song he sings? Wicked, Wicked Game. game. Yeah, oh uh, my God. Well, guess know. what? There's a whole new generation that's going to love Wicked Game. Midland has been doing it out on their tour. Ah. Chris Isaac heard it. He tweeted them, said when I heard Midland official play Wicked Game, they knocked it out of the park, and he went ahead and greenlit them to redo it. It's an Amazon original, and we have it. Let's uh, let's play it right now. Oh, so cool. So nice. cool. Yeah. I saw <gasps> Chris Isaac. Not just ladies. I love that song, too. I, I need to take a break now. There you <laughs> go. You've got the good, the bad, and the gossip. You've got the Fitz Files. This is the Fitz Show. Now back to the Fitz Show. So let's kick it. Fitz happens. Live. Live. You know it's Monday motivation. We're going to give it to you. 
Y'all dig on that? Oh, I yeah. dig on that. I say we kick it off with some spirit snaps. Oh, yeah. I gotta dry my hands. All right. Uh, so, listen, let's get through this week together. We're going to do it. We've done it before. We're going to do it again. So, challenge for this week the way to get started is to quit talking and begin doing. Oh. Yes. Yep. Because hard work doesn't guarantee success, but success isn't possible without it. Spirit snaps. All right, Drew, what you got? Even if 99% of the people on Earth find you unattractive, that means about 75 million people think you're hot. Yeah! How's that for a confidence booster? My that number's just went up. Absolutely. <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> I'd say there's 75 million chances. <laughs> All right, Claire, give us some Monday motivation. This comes from uh, the great fashion designer and cosmetician Estee Lauder. Ah. Uh. I never dreamed about success. I worked for it. Oh. Yeah. Make those dreams become reality. You bet. Yes. Get off your butt and go forward. That's right. Uh, if it is, yeah, you get it. And you got to say this to yourself every day. If it is to be, it's up to me. If it is to be, it's up to me. You literally can't get up and create your day, but how, what are you going to create? That's the thing. You know, you're going to make it a good one or you're going to make it a crappy one. You know, you got to make it for yourself. Uh, Ryder the Youngin, what about you? All right, ready? Yeah. Stop being the person they expect you to be and start being the person you were meant to be. Mm. Yes. Oh. Yes. I'm going to check in with Maiden the Shade, our assistant producer, the man in the box in the other room. Shade? Yeah, Fitz. You have a, you have a Monday motivation quote you want to just throw out? Sure I do. Okay. Um, here we go. Falling down is an accident, but staying down is a choice. Whoa! Whoa. The man in the shade, 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 shade. Why? Why? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Everybody, have a great day. We're gonna get through this Monday. Let's get through this week. You know what? We do it together. Okay. So with that, we're gonna see you tomorrow. Continue to follow us on social media. My name's Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Claire. I'm Ryder the Youngin. Think big, because you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody! Well, that's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fitz Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things fits and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.